Hello and welcome, my beloved families. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Alicia and welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry. As you can see, I'm welcoming both families because this message needs to be on both podcasts. The Miraculous. The Miraculous. Do you believe there are still miracles, signs, and wonders happening today in 2023? Do you? Or do you believe in luck? Or things happen by chance? Well, my beloved family, I'm here to tell you that the miraculous is still going on. There are still miracles, signs, and wonders happening today in 2023. And before I get into that, I just want to say Thank you for your patience. I know it's sporadic with me uploading now. And it's also with Savannah. She's gotten really, really busy. And um, sometimes she can't upload right away. And sometimes I can't record right away. But we're still here. And this is just something we're going through. This shall pass. Don't desert me, okay? Stay with me now. Both of you. Anyway, first let me pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to be with these wonderful people. Your heart-to-heart multitude and your A Hope Kingdom ministry chosen few. I thank you for allowing me to be the host or the shepherd of these two podcasts. It's an honor and a pleasure, Father. Oh, Father Yah, I thank you for just being real, being the same yesterday, today, and forever. You haven't changed. How could you and why would you? There's nothing for you to change into. You're the greatest. You are as good as it could be. (laughs) You are as great as it could be. Nothing greater, nothing better than you. And... Why would you become less? Why would you bring yourself down and do less and be less? That's just not logical. (laughs) That's just not, I don't even know the word. It's just not you. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are miraculous. You are still doing miracles. You're still doing signs and wonders. You are the same, and you will never change. You're not doing anything new, (laughs) because it's already done. When you said it is finished, everything was finished. This podcast was finished. Everything is finished before you start. Hallelujah. Some people may not understand that, but all you have to do is think it, and it's already done. It's already done. And then when you speak it, it manifests. (laughs) But you're not making up anything as you go along. It's already done. And I just want to thank you. We just want to thank you and praise you. And say, I love you, Yah. 
and, and admit we love you because you first loved us. In the name of salvation, which is Yahusha, the Messiah, who's called by most Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, beloved. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to tell you um, a few testimonies of a Hope Temple. Now, maybe some of you don't know, I had the honor and the pleasure of building uh, a temple. Most people would call it a church, but we call a temple. A house of prayer for Yah in Nigeria, in Adumawa, Gombe, Nigeria. And this, <laughs> this little house is doing wonders for Yah. We have totally submitted to Yah. That's why we don't even call ourselves a church because I prayed and I asked him because I was going to say assembly. I know church came in later it, and that's not um, that was not in the whole scripture. But when I prayed and asked him what did he want? Temple, assembly, church, he said temple. So I looked up the difference between church and temple. Temple, a temple is just for him. It's about, it's for prayer and worship of him only, only. There's no programs to honor sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so. None of that. None of the things that are go, that go on in a church. Church is more for, kind of like more for the people. But only Yah is honored in his temple. You read the scripture, there was none of it was all about him in the temple. So that's why we have it's a hope temple. It's all about him. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to digress. But I'd like to tell you about um, some of the things that happened. This now this one just happened recently. There was a woman who was very ill. And she had attended a Hope Temple's um, healing services once. Or I, don't, I forget if it was a healing or the prayer service. But she hadn't been back. And this woman became very, very ill. She couldn't get out of the bed. She couldn't get up and cook for her children. And her children were, they were young. They were only two and three years old. They, they would even have to remove a pot for where, where she would have to use the bathroom. She couldn't do anything. So in desperation, you know what this woman did? She sent her two young children, a two-year-old and a three-year-old, out to find Pastor Sunday. Pastor Sunday is the shepherd of a Hope Temple of my ministry in Nigeria. They're in Adamawa. Can you believe that? But, but get this, the children had never seen Pastor Sunday. They had never met him. They had never been to the church. They weren't there with the mother. And it was far away. This woman, she was in so much pain, she wasn't thinking correctly. How would you, how could you send a two-year-old and a three-year-old out to find a man they'd never met, to find his house, 
and far away, they didn't know where they were going. They didn't have an address. Anyway, if you if you had if she had given them an address, they were only two and three. But children went out, you know, young. They they went out to go find them. But you know, Yah is good. Yah is so good. There's no way those children could have found him in the natural. It had to be supernatural. You better believe Yah had messengers that we call angels leading those children. And it was a long way. And they made it to his house. Can you believe it? And when he saw the children, he said, they said, Pastor Sunday, my mother wants you to pray for her. He said, eh, you know me? They said, yeah. He said, I don't know you. I've never seen you before. And they said, my mother sent me and wants you to come to our house and pray for her. But this seemed a little strange to him. And, you know, you know, there's a lot of witchcraft and evil things going on and setting up people, kidnapping and all that kind of stuff going on. So he wondered, he's like, wait a minute, um, this could be a setup. Someone is using these children to set me up. So he says, well, I don't, I don't think, I don't know your mother because they said her name, but he didn't know by name. She'd only been there once. He says, and I don't know you. So I'm not going to go. But he felt he had an urging in his heart, in his spirit, that Yah was telling him, you should go. So he said, okay, okay, I will go with you. I'll follow you. And these children were walking. They was walking with him, walking and walking and walking. He's like, hey, wait a minute. This is too far away. I mean, these are small children. He said, where's your house? They say, down there, there. And they were pointing. So he said, okay. And he went a little further. He kept walking and walking. He said, no, no, um, this is too far. How could you guys come this far? I, I'm, I'm going to go back. But he heard the voice of Yah again says, no, go with them. Because he's thinking, you know, it get me off so far, I'm by myself. And, I, you know, no telling what people, they could do to me. Because he's experiencing some jealousy from other pastors. And there's um, either, even some witchcraft trying to be used against him. But it won't work. <laughs> when you, when you're with Yah and you're sold out for him we are curseless remember all sickness and disease was paid for on that tree that they called the cross and he took the curse upon himself so when somebody tried to curse you all you have to say wait a minute no you can't curse me I am curseless because my savior took it upon himself you must remember that and remind the devil of that anyway getting back so they kept walking you know he's thinking the whole time this is too far for these young children to have come by themselves. And how did they find me? How did they find my house? And, but Spirit kept telling him, you go with them. And then when he was, he just said, wait a minute, I'm going to turn around. And, and he was told again, no, you go with these children and you go pray for that woman, pray for their mother. So he just gave in and he followed them and they finally got to the house. And when he walked in the house, this woman was there almost dead she was half dead she was 
so sick and in so much pain. She couldn't lift her head. She couldn't do anything. I mean, and she was really, really suffering. So he, and then as he looked upon her, he remembered seeing her in the, in a Hope Temple once before, but he hadn't seen her again. So he prayed and he prayed and he prayed for her. And she started feeling better. The pain was leaving because the pain was in her stomach. The pain was leaving her stomach. He stayed there for a while and she was, she started feeling better and able to sit up a little bit. And um, I can't, I don't know how long he was there. He was there for a while, but he had to get back because um, he, he had to be back in time for his service. So he left and did what he had to do. And then he decided he wanted to come back and check on her. So when he went back to check on her, this woman who hadn't been able to get up and take a bath, hadn't been able to do anything in y'all knows how long, how many days or weeks since she had been sick, had she got up, she was in no pain, she was able to take a bath, she was cooking and taking care of her children. She was healed. She was totally healed. And the children were so happy, they had their mother back. Now, that is, that's an example of, first of all, being able to hear the voice of the Father, the voice of Yah. Being willing, willing to follow and obey. If he didn't know and believe that he heard him and he had that relationship with his heavenly father, there's no way he would have followed these strange children who came to his house and the way, I mean, it was so far away. And it's a miracle. And he's thinking, how could these little ones come find me so far away, walking, never met me, didn't know what I looked like, but came right to me? That's nothing. That's nothing but supernatural. That is the miraculous, beloved. And you know, some people won't believe. But it's always been like that. And miracles don't change people. It didn't change those uh, Yasharal that they were calling the Israelites. They saw many miracles. It didn't change them. And this woman says, she's going to come, start coming to a hope temple. Now that's just one of them. But I, I keep thinking about these little bitty babies. She had to be out of her mind in pain and really desperate. Well, she was. She was dying when she sent those babies. And there's another situation where uh, a woman who attends a Hope Temple very often. And um, there's a lot of witchcraft. This is in Nigeria. And there's not in witchcraft in Africa. It, it, over here in Asia, too. And, believe, and believe, believe me, in America, in Europe, all over. <laughs> okay. So she, her daughter had a dream that... Uh, some uh, witch doctor had put a spell and spoiled all her crops. She had a farm, a farm, you know, and without a farm, now it, with the way it is in Nigeria, you could starve. And everything was spoiled. And she said, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
and uh, I, I don't have all of the details, and but I know she told Pastor, um, she asked Pastor Sunday to, to pray for her and to pray for this farm. And he said, why don't you pray? Why don't you fast with me? I got this wrong. This, this lady, she did not go to the temple. That's right. She would not go. She didn't even believe in the, the temple or really believe in, in Pastor Sunday. But somehow he convinced her to fast with him. He said, fast and pray with me and nothing will happen to your farm. So she went on and she fasted and prayed with him. He fasted. He fasted and he prayed. I don't know if she fulfilled it, but she said she did. And, and um, but I know Pastor Sunday did. So forgive me for getting that detail wrong. I got distracted when Teddy, my little 17-year-old, <laughs> uh, woke up. 17-year-old dog. <laughs> don't get it. Okay. Anyway. Um. Oh, here he goes. I'm going to pause in a second. Okay. Now, now that I remember correctly, this woman had been promising, say, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm coming to the prayer night. I'm coming to the healing night. But she never, never showed up. She never showed up. And But, like I say, for some reason, she said she was. She went along with praying and uh, fasting in agreement with Pastor Sunday. Okay, so um, she went to her farm. And when she got to her farm, it was all destroyed. All, it was like some evil, like witchcraft or whatever, just totally destroyed her crop. It, nothing was right. Like It was almost like animals that chewed it all up. And it was just totally destroyed. She was so hurt and so distraught because, I mean, how are they gonna feed themselves now? She fell down on her knees crying oh this she was saying oh god oh god how could this happen oh god you got it oh god and while she was on her knees crying out to him she felt this cool breeze this breeze this cool wind breeze came over came over her and went over her field where her crop was and as she opened her eyes and watched when this breeze went over every crop every bit of her crop was restored before her eyes family this is no lie this is no joke i you know she gave the testimony but she gave it in the hausa language a nigerian language so you wouldn't understand that so that's why i don't i'm not playing it but she witnessed the miracle of everything being restored in front of her eyes where she was able to go in and to because this is about time time for harvesting to harvest her crop can you believe it she started shouting and praising and jumping up and down well, who wouldn't who wouldn't she went back and she told pastor sunday's family and some of those in-laws other family members that were you know you know how sometimes family can not believe in you and try to put you down and other people and she was saying this young man is this young man is of god that's what she was saying we say yeah and his prayers are powerful i believe in this young man i believe in this ministry and she told him and she said i'm coming i'm coming and she lives far away also and she'd never been before but she made sure she went last week to the prayer to the yeah, the prayer night 
and gave her testimony, this miraculous, powerful testimony of what Yah did, how she saw everything just, I mean, it was just torn. It was horrible. But to see it totally restored, and she felt that wind, that cool breeze wind, and watched it blow over her field and crop restored. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Forgive me for uh, beginning, getting <laughs> some of the things wrong. I'm talking off the top of my head uh, and also trying to keep an eye on my little doggie here who's not doing well. There, There's also um, a man who gave a testimony who had this big cancerous tum tumor. And he was in a lot of pain. Make a long story short, after prayer and coming to the temple, and Pastor Sunday laying, hand, laying hands on him, the tumor disappeared. The, tumor, the man no longer has a tumor. No longer has a tumor. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, they, they go to the church. They go to a hospital. He went to a hospital, and, and they gave him a try. Let them come in and pray. And the doctor told them that about this woman who couldn't have, she was in labor and she could not have the baby naturally. She was gonna have to have a cesarean and evidently it wasn't gonna, it wasn't very good for her or it might've been dangerous. I mean, for the doctor to tell him that. So he prayed for the woman and he prayed for all the other people in the hospital and there in different room, in the rooms in the hospital when he left. He didn't know anything happened then, but then he came back next day through checking. The doctor told, after he left, the woman gave birth naturally. She didn't have to have a cesarean. And then he was going in the room, wanted to go in the room and check on the patients he prayed for. And the doctor said, they're all gone. They've all been discharged. They were all healed. And now he had new patients. He had room for new patients in there. And the doctor has so much faith. In, in his prayers, even there were even Muslims says, yes, yes, come and pray. Come and pray for us. So now he goes every week and he prays for them and then he comes back and, and get the praise reports on the people. And not only does he pray for the patients, he prays for the doctors and, and they want him to because, you know, when you see results, then you want it. That's why a lot of people don't believe in prayer because they haven't seen results. If you, people have been praying for you and you've, you don't get results, then you don't have any faith in prayer. But I'm gonna tell you something, the prayer of the righteous is powerful. They say, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. I've been praying for people over the phone in Africa. Miracles of that, a, 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 a young lady sent me a message. Matter of fact, I wasn't even able to talk to her and I couldn't even record the message because her phone wouldn't take a recording. So I wrote it. I typed it out to her. I'm trying to do this fast before he goes off. <laughs> you know, he can't help it. Where was I? I knew he was talking about went to the hospital and them coming back. Oh, I knew what I was talking about. I was talking about me and the young lady. I pray for people over, over the phone and they've been healed of uh, malaria, typhoid, and all of this. And this particular young lady, her phone could not take recordings and she couldn't talk. So she sent me the message. They called me, uh, Grandma. Grandma, 
you know, they either call me mama or grandma. I'm I'm sick and fever and pain, you know, malaria and, and the typhoid, I believe. And I couldn't record the message usually because, you know, I, 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 under the sound of my voice and people get healed. So I just went by faith. Hey, I don't, the word says the things that, excuse me, that I do, so shall ye do and even greater things. And our Savior, Yahusha, whom most people call Jesus, he wasn't there when he de- uh, declared someone was healed. So I wrote it out and took it up to the third heaven where I am seated in the Messiah. And I gave command for the fever to leave, for malaria, typhoid, all sickness to leave. I mean, I just demanded and commanded and I pleaded the blood of the sacrificial lamb of Yah. And I, you know, I used the word, it is written, beloved, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the, and over all the powers of the enemy and they can by no means hurt you. I, the fact that um, greater is he that's in me and we are more than conquerors to him. I love you. I did all of that. Yeah, typed it all out. And I said, now, in the name of Yahusha, because that's who I was, that's what I call him, Yahusha, who's known as Jesus, I demand, command that you are healed. And then I said, now, you can't stay in that bed and just say I'm healed. You got to show. Now, you show your works. Faith without works is no good. Get up and do something that you couldn't do. Get up and do something you couldn't do before. And, um, you know, I just believe she did. I, then I left it alone. Then I got a message later. Grandma, Grandma, I I got up. I even I was even able to go out and do some shopping. She was all better. The fever and everything had left her. She got up. When she got up, by faith, receiving, because I told her, all you have to do is receive it. Believe it and receive it. Because that's the scripture. It says, you know, whatever, whenever you pray for, if you believe you received it, you shall have it. And um, Matthew 18, 19, it says, if there are two of you that are asking for something on earth, in agreement here on earth, my father will do it. So she did it and she was healed. My grandson, another one, he had to, a boil on his face, on his arm, I mean, on his face, and it left fever, the fever and everything, all the pain, the pain left right away. And then the the boil on his face went down, I think, the next day. And he just, you know, because see, uh, when it happens right away, that's a miracle. Healings can happen gradual, like at, in the Bible, as they went, they were healed, the lepers. As they went, they were healed, you know. So if someone prays for you and it doesn't happen right then, you say, oh, it didn't work. See, that's where you're wrong. A healing happens gradually. But see, I don't know why people do that, but the doctor can give you some medicine and say, take this for six weeks and you'll be better three times a day. And you do that. But no patience for when, if if someone prays for you and if you're not healed in that minute, "Ah, it didn't work. They don't have no power. (laughs) What is that? You know, that means you give more respect and faith to the doctor with some pharmaceuticals, some medicine. So just remember that. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying you, some of you. <laughs> when someone prays for you, a healing can happen. Like there was one lady, a blind lady who was prayed for. Nothing happened that day. Well, she went home and went to sleep. 
And she got up, she thought she was dreaming. She was outside dreaming that she dreaming she could see. And then the people came out and said, What are you doing out here by yourself? You you're you're blind. She said, No, I'm dreaming and you're in my dream. They said, No, you are awake and you're outside. And that's when she realized she was healed. She was healed. Another woman in South America. She had her breast removed. This is real now. And she wanted the lady to pray for uh, I'm gonna have to pause again. I'm sorry, I'm back. Now you see some of the hardships that I have. Bless his heart, he's having a hard time. And sometimes I really can't make any. <laughs> oh, family and friends. To make a long story short, the woman went home. After that short prayer, she was angry with the woman because all she did was say, I command you to be healed in the name of, she said in the name of Jesus, I believe. Well, she went home angry, but as she was changing clothes, her husband and her watched her breast grow back. Yes, her breast grew back. There was a woman whose nose fell off with cancer. Her nose grew back. There's someone toes fell off from uh, leprosy. Toes grew back. Don't give up. Miracles are still the same. Because here today, because Yah has never changed. He will never change. He has nothing to change. He's not going to change for worse. He can't get any better than he is because he's the best. And he'll never, ever, ever go down. Please forgive me for rushing. Uh, I'm, you know, I don't know when he's gonna have his problem. And you know, it's not that he's he's in pain. It's it's more with with his brain uh, fighting dementia, and something goes off in his brain, and he just gets really angry. Now I understand how that happens to some older people, and I am not putting him to sleep like some people want. Well, want to put him to sleep? They better not say that to me in my face because they may get slapped <laughs> no, I have to repent for that but no he's been a good dog I mean perfect you couldn't get any he went every, he would go everywhere shows church restaurants and he's perfect TV show just a perfect now, and now he's having a hard time I'm not gonna just put him to sleep I don't think so I want to be here when he leaves so Forgive me, forgive him, okay? And I'm gonna rush off and say, I love you, heart to heart family. I love you, a Hope Kingdom family. And I'll be in and out giving you messages every chance I can. All right? This is Alicia from Heart to Heart. And this is Apostle London from A Hope Kingdom Ministry. Giving you food for thought and something more to think about saying until we meet again yeah willing of course and i live to do so shalom thank you for your patience <laughs>